the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there. So we're changing things up on our podcast. Now, what used to be a look back at the week that was is now looking forward at the week that is in music history. So it's like the future of the past. This is Marty Miller here and the week of... August 15th until the 19th. This was the week that the Beatles broke records in 1965. We lost Elvis in 77 and Aretha Franklin in 2018. That was the king and queen both gone on the same day. And Nirvana shot the video for Smells Like Teen Spirit this week in 1991. So we'll start August 15th back in 1965 when the Beatles set a new world record for the largest attendance at a pop concert. They played to 55,600 fans at Shea Stadium in New York City. Now ladies and gentlemen, honoured by their country, Decorated by their queen and loved here in America, here are the Beatles! Saying happy birthday this week to Tom Johnson, the guitarist, vocalist and founder of the band The Doobie Brothers. Enjoyed winding Tom up with this question a few years back. I think probably where'd you get the name for the band is one of my least favorite questions. Where did the name Doobie Brothers come from? Okay. <laughs> we were living at 12th Street, or rather, I was living at 12th Street uh, in San Jose. And one of the guys that lived in the house uh, is the one who walked in one morning and said, You ought to call yourselves the Doobie Brothers. Because at that point, we didn't have a name. And we said, Well, that's really a stupid name. And everybody said that. And um, But we need to have a name, so we'll use it for tonight. Because we were playing a club. I don't know if it was a chateau or wherever it was. But. Um, so we used it for a night, and for whatever reason, we just never changed it, and here we are. This was the week that we lost Elvis Presley in 1977. August 16th is the King's anniversary, found on the floor of his bathroom. News reports from all over the world, first of all, stateside. Elvis Presley died today. He was 42. Apparently, it was a heart attack. He was found at his home in Memphis, not breathing. His road manager tried to revive him. He failed. A hospital tried to revive him. It failed. His doctor pronounced him dead at 3 o'clock this afternoon. The end at an early age of one of the two most spectacular careers in the history of American entertainment, the other being Frank Sinatra. To Britain... The body of the 42-year-old singer who died from a heart attack is being put on public view at his home for two hours this evening. Tomorrow, Elvis Presley will be buried after a private funeral. And the Irish fans... Had no boy ever since the age of far forth. Pure brilliance. He's got power. You can you can hear the power in his voice, power in his music. There's no one like him. They've nothing to him. They're copying these songs, just changing the words. Elvis Presley is music. It's music from the start, from the 50s, yeah. 56, 55 when he started. It's nothing but pure music. So that was the king of rock and roll, but what about the queen of soul? Same date, but in 2018, Aretha Franklin passed away at the age of 76, again on August the 16th. Her career spans seven decades. She sold 75 million records in her lifetime. Aretha Franklin's songs not only became chart toppers, but they're often credited with inspiring the civil rights movement and turned her into a feminist icon. It's always wonderful when you can make a contribution and you can help people help people. 
So I love that. That's, that's what I'm about. Franklin died at her home in Detroit after a long battle with pancreatic cancer. On August 17th in 1969, it was the final day of the three-day Woodstock Festival in Yasker's Farm in upstate New York. The Who were playing on the final day. They performed much of their rock opera, Tommy. As they began their performance at roughly 5am on Sunday, concert goers were able to watch the sunrise while listening to their set. Later, The Who's bassist John Entwistle said that God was their lighting man. Just an FYI. Over the three days of that festival, there were three deaths, two births and four miscarriages. In 1991, on August 17th this week, Nirvana gave us the video for Smells Like Teen Spirit. Well, I say gave us. They shot the video for Smells Like Teen Spirit. Video director remembers those uh, sessions. They wanted to uh, reference a movie called Over the Edge uh, with Matt Dillon, 1970s kids going, rebelling and, and, and destroying a high school. And they also wanted to reference the Ramones Rock and Roll High School. So I took pieces of what they talked about and liked the idea of the whole thing taking place in the high school gymnasium. In 1962, on August 18th, Ringo made his Beatles drumming live show debut. This was the first appearance of the Fab Four. Ringo Starr recalling those early days. I loved the front line. I just loved John, George and Paul. Just great. But I sat in a couple of times, you know, I'd be the proper musician, you know, at 12 o'clock, Brian Epstein would knock on the front door because you're still in bed uh, because you've been up all night and say, well, could you come down to the cabin and play with the lads? I say sure. This week in 1986, on August 18th, Bon Jovi gave us album number three, and it was a huge one. Mind you, those early days of Bon Jovi, well, he was very, very determined. John received a lot of support from his family, his uncle Tony Bon Jovi, who was one of the owners of the Power Station Studios in New York. John got like a summer job there as a gopher, go make the coffee, sweep the floors, as a kid. So he got to see a lot of top musicians working close up. And let's not forget about the input of one Richie Sambora. Well, it's interesting about uh, Richie Sambora because Eddie Van Halen gets a huge amount of credit in the 80s. Obviously, he he defined a style of guitar playing. But uh, a lot of things that Richie Sambora were doing were just just a little little more subtle, a little less showboaty, but extremely effective. I think that that's the trademark of a good musician as opposed to a really good performer. In 2005, on August 19th, a life-size bronze statue of Phil Linus was unveiled outside Brussels, just off Grafton Street in Dublin on Harry Street. His mum, fierce proud. I'm delighted. I've kept my tears for tonight when I'm on my own. And uh, so, as they all say, the boy is back in town. And it was also this week in 2014 that Kate Bush said, yes, you know, you've got those shows coming. The first of my shows in a billion years. 22 sold-out shows in a matter of minutes. I don't want anybody to be looking at me through an iPhone or an iPad or a camera. Please, it would mean a great deal for me but it also admitted that it was a lot to ask that nobody record her shows. But by goodness, those shows proved powerful. The greatest female singer-songwriter this country has ever produced. They are all in her shadow. And that is This Week in Music History from August 15th until August 19th. We do it every single day on the radio. And of course, you can read and watch so much more on Nova.ie. My name is Marty Miller. Thanks for checking out the podcast.